A new report out today is clearing up some common misconceptions on holiday generosity, finding that the majority of business leaders who are visited by three spirits actually make no changes to their lifestyle. Hear why most Fortune 500 CEOs believe tis might not be the season for becoming a better person. And later, it's a winter wonderland at the White House, and it's all thanks to First Lady Melania Trump. Hear how the First Lady was able to bring her own personal touch to the White House Christmas decor one last time by hanging decayed badger carcasses throughout her festival of lights and roadkill. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and my bells are a-jingling with more news. So stay with us. Paranormal Encounters We all know about it. We all hear about it. But unless we have significant stock options in a company we co-founded, all too few of us have seen it for ourselves. But have visitations by a handful of knowing ghosts lost their luster? A new report out this week has found that the majority of business leaders visited by Three Spirits make absolutely no changes to their lifestyle. OPR's paranormal finance and deceased afterlife reporter Thaddeus Lawson joins us now with more. Thaddeus, welcome. Thanks, Leslie. So this seems to go against conventional wisdom. Are ghosts really no longer enough to scare greedy businessmen straight? It's looking like no, Leslie. It's long been believed that ghosts bearing visions of the past, present, and future are one of the biggest ushers of personal growth. Back in the day, a dead business partner rattling chains around at the foot of your bed could melt even the iciest of hearts. However, a new study out of Indiana's Kelly School of Business found that 90% of the business leaders visited by spirits make little to no effort to save their souls before it's too late. Here's report co-author Dr. Dawn Reinhardt with more. We discovered that not only did the vast majority of CEOs fail to turn their lives around, but they actually doubled down on their greed as a result of their experiences with the paranormal. Upon observing a vision of one of their employees dining on meager scraps with their six children, 65% of all executives became enraged their workers could afford a hot meal at all, and another 70% wanted to make sure they weren't paying for it with food stamps, since those are their tax dollars, damn it. Dr. Reinhardt added that when a cloaked spirit told them an employee is struggling to pay for one of their disabled children's health care costs, 83% of CEOs immediately pulled out their phones and sent an email to the head of HR to ask why the hell those employees' children were covered by their insurance plans in the first place, and if there was any way for their company to scrap insurance altogether. I'll admit I'm surprised the spirits weren't effective. Personally, if a ghost told me to do something, I'd do it. Those guys are spooky. Well, the truth is, Leslie, the world has changed. Maybe 200 years ago, a business owner would have given up his fortune to save himself from eternal damnation, and even go so far as to enjoy a plump roast hen with his most loyal employee. But with executive salaries as inflated as they are today, many agree they'd rather just have a yacht. Yeah, the price of a soul just isn't what it used to be. Plus, yachts keep getting better. Yeah, there's some that have slides now, so you can splash right into the water. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Now, I reached out to a few local business executives in the community to get their perspective, and here's what they had to say. Yeah, sure. I was scared when a ghost whisked me away to show me an unkempt tombstone with my name on it and that no one cared when I died. But when daylight came around, I was like, big deal. I don't care what happens after I die. I'm loaded. I saw all these ghosts of factory workers killed in my sweatshops. There must have been six of them. All there just to remind me of my most cruel-minded capitalist sins. That's inefficient. One ghost is enough to tell me I'm horrible, so I laid off five of them. Next time, just send me one good ghost. Hell yeah, I saw those starving kids. I chanted more, 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 more. Wow. 
But Thaddeus, what about the small percentage of business leaders who do undergo a change of heart? Isn't that something we can applaud? It's complicated. Of the small percentage of business leaders who do vow to change for the better by giving to charity or welcoming their employees in out of the blizzard to sit by the fire, the majority admit they only do so for the tax deductions. Even in best-case scenarios, things often don't work out. Here's Ashley Ellis, a personal assistant who described what happened when her boss returned to work one Monday. We were really excited at first. I remember Jonathan burst into the office with a big grin, offering free lunch, free childcare, unlimited paid time off. He even said he was going to take a salary cut and give us all raises. But the next day, the board fired him. Oh, well, worth a shot. This situation is tough on everyone, it seems, especially the spirits. They must feel so useless. Well, you know, it's not the end of the line for them. An executive from a military defense contractor said he might have a communications job for one of the spirits. They're a real bargain, given that they're already dead and they don't need health insurance. Exactly why we keep you around. Thanks, Thaddeus. That's OPR's Thaddeus Lawson. Back with more right after this. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The closest you'll ever come to being a billionaire is when you're visited by these three pieces of news from the past, the past, and the past. Here's what else you need to know today. Holiday festivities got underway in Washington last night as the White House kicked off its celebration of the Christmas season with their ceremonial lighting of the cross. Setting the 12-foot-tall wooden cross ablaze on the front lawn of the White House has become one of President Trump's most favorite annual traditions, and the outgoing commander-in-chief was reportedly quite pleased to be part of the ceremony one last time, even taking it upon himself to douse the cross in gasoline and light the first match all on his own. And it's the time of year for online holiday shopping, which of course means it's also time for the notorious package thief. And it's becoming an even bigger problem in 2020, with more online shoppers reporting instances of package thieves making off with their entire front porch. Oh yeah, that's been going on around my neighborhood too. That's why you always got to make sure and bring it inside at night. And with holiday travel already underway, thousands of Americans are expected to notice the first signs of dementia while visiting their parents over the holiday. So enjoy the trip home, because you'll ultimately be leaving with dozens of unsettling memories that you'll need to repress in order to help yourself deny the inevitable. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And you can even sign up to become a member of The Topical's Patreon, where for as little as $5 a month, you'll have access to all kinds of exclusive bonus content. And let's face it, that's probably the only holiday bonus you'll be getting this year. So go sign up to become a member of our Patreon now, and we'll see you tomorrow. 